0: This is the Let's Talk About It podcast. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. I was excited. Hey, someone has to be. (laughs) That was very unexpected. (laughs) I forgot what I was going to say.
1: Well, you were just saying you were just welcoming our, our listeners and our viewers.
0: I know. I just... I had a whole shrill, and <laughs> now I can't thank our sponsors that don't exist. <laughs> I can't talk about the star of the show, my baby hairs that are standing up.
1: Your baby hairs that yeah. are standing up.
0: That are tear breakage, yeah. but let's just call it baby hairs. It'll make me feel better about my life <laughs> and the heat that I put on it. Oh, man. Happy spring break. Oh, it is spring break, isn't oh, it? I know. Come on now. I'm on my adult spring break right now.
1: If only. it's No, a-
0: I did. I am on my adult spring break. Okay. I went and got like... Five cupcakes, four cookies. Fam,
1: okay. You got to talk about the different types of cupcakes you got.
0: Mm. Oh, my gosh. Okay, like, I might literally have to stop recording and go get a cupcake right now. Like, I've literally been drooling at the mouth. So, I got a carrot cupcake. Okay. I got two lemon lavender cupcakes. Okay. I got um, two strawberries and cream cupcakes. Mmm. Then I got two, like, ginormous, like, as big as my face, classic chocolate chip cookies. And then two of, like, the brownie cookies. So I had the
1: brownie cookie last night. Oh, I'm
0: going to have it tonight, it even though I've already had chocolate chip cookies for lunch. <laughs> Just, you know what? This whole time change thing is throwing me off. So I need sugar. I need all I'm, all I'm, the things I needed. I'm probably going to have the strawberry
1: one tonight. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. The strawberries okay. and cream, you said is yeah. What it? Is? Wait, yeah. Wait, tell them when you got it from.
0: Um, from my sister, Joanne Gaines, which y'all didn't know that we were related, but yeah, Asian blood.
1: At Magnolia? At Magnolia? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, I did a little road trip to Magnolia uh, for spring break with the uh, nieces and my cousins and my sister. I don't know why I said cousins. I have one cousin that went with me, I'm trying to be more important than I am, and my <laughs> sister in law. And we just i had a day there yeah yeah it was yeah. fun right on it was fun cool 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 hey guys just a reminder if you haven't subscribed to us you should do that so you can t- see me talk about cupcakes
1: and if you're still listening to us we do have a youtube channel a
0: youtube channel yeah. officially Did you yes. said youtube youtube
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay i guess we can do that
0: <laughs> youtube YouTube E. Oh, man. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Hey, I know one of the things that we want to do this year, um, we haven't put like, put, okay, all right, whatever. We haven't put uh, a timeline to it yet, but I know one of the things that we want to do this year is we want to do a series on prayer. Mm -hmm. I feel like just as Christians and just as human beings, prayer is one of the more daunting tasks like I think we as Christians find. Um, So... We do want to do a series sometime this year that kind of helps break prayer down and just kind of make it more accessible to everyday people like me. Like for me, prayer was just like, am I doing prayer? Am I doing prayer right? Mm -hmm. So, But before we do that, we thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of do like a prequel to what like prayer life looks like. And we wanted to do something in the realm of quiet time, which I guess it's also a fair time. Um, but um, this is something that Mark has learned from his current supervisor, almost as superior.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say, they, no, nah, they wouldn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: um, yeah. And, oh my gosh, who else?
1: Uh, so really, it's a. I I want to give a shout out, credit to where it's due. So this came from um, Pastor Robert. Um, as well as Pastor Derek and Pastor Bruce. Um, Bruce would say he learned um, the last five words uh, that we're going to go through, yeah, um, like five words to pray through. Uh, he said he learned that from Derek. Um, and then uh, the four steps of quiet time went from Pastor Robert. Okay. so But
0: yeah. the first thing we're going to bust is the myth of quiet time. Yes, yes. All right. Take it away. Okay.
1: So there are three myths of quiet time. Um, and the first one is that you have to do it between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m.
0: That's why that's why I do it every day. Oh every
1: day. You're just you're just that great of a um, Christian. Huh? I wake
0: up at three fifty nine every day so I can start my <laughs> quiet time at precisely four AM
1: But uh I love that he said that. It's, it's a myth because you know, even when you read through through scripture, there are times where it does say that, you know, Jesus was up um at the you know, late hour and spending time with the Lord, but he also prayed alone um during regular hours of mm-hmm. the day. And so the first the first myth is that you don't have to pray basically between four a.m. and six a.m. I yeah. remember having a moment uh, just last year where I didn't spend any time with the Lord. And it was twelve o'clock or one o'clock in the afternoon, and I remember just literally thinking, "Dang it, I missed it!" Mm. And I remember the Holy mm. Spirit just going, "You know, we can talk now, right?"
0: You do realize we're friends,
1: right. <laughs> like I'm, all like, hours but, of the day. I mean, it's almost like, well, I didn't. I didn't say I. I didn't kiss you before I left, so I missed my opportunity to, well, to you greet you Well, you kind of did,
0: all. and I do. No, I did not. I do to, it today. Did you, Did you kiss me before you left today? Exactly.
1: <laughs> Okay. Am I holding on to a fence? But for lunch. I I I had to force it out of you. perfect example, though. Perfect example. No, you did not give me enough time. I literally opened the door. You're like, "Uh, excuse me. I said, no, time out. Hang on. I'm going to kiss you before I leave. But perfect example. So just because I didn't do it this morning doesn't mean I missed it. You know, but we do that. We we feel like as if why well, didn't do it first thing in the morning, so I miss out my time with the Lord, and that's that's not true. So the first myth is that you can only have your quiet time between four a.m. and six a.m. Uh, the second myth is it must at least last one hour.
0: Just one hour? Wow, y'all have weak faith.
1: <laughs> and so, what I appreciate is that I'm even, more of a
0: three hour gal myself. Mm,
1: okay, go ahead. <laughs> sure, sure. But I just appreciate even hearing this from. You know, from our pastor and particularly someone that does has been doing it Well, he's been pastoring this church for 22 years, but he's been in ministry, I think, 30, maybe, probably closer to 40 years. But to even hear him say that, like, I'm not spending an hour a day in silence. Yeah,
0: it, I think it frame. does get to a point where you've spent enough time with the Lord. Like, it's kind of like when you go out with coffee with your friends, mm-hmm. um, when you're getting to know them, you're just like, man, I'm just going to do like 20 minutes and I'm out, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Uh, like, because I don't know what we have to talk about. But as you grow that friendship, you're just all like... Oh, it's been four hours. Like, one of my friends, like, literally, every time she calls me, like, I already know it's gonna be a four hour conversation. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we talk about nothing, and other times we talk about everything. Mm -hmm. And there'll be times of lull, like, Mm. we'll both start working on the computer. But, like, I just. It's just the
1: fact you guys are present with each other. Right. But
0: it wasn't always that way. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. it was like calling to us like you know our relationship really kicked off during covid so like hey i just want to check in on you do you have everything you need like are you good blah 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 Mm -hmm. you know so very quick conversations um and that's over you know over the couple of years like it's grown into like legitimately i know if i'm going to get on the phone with her get on a facetime with her in fact i owe her a missed call right now Mm -hmm. um i know it's about to be a four four and a half hour conversation like without a shadow of a doubt yeah you know and i think that's the same thing with prayer like we don't have to start out with the one hour, but I think, I know, I need to stop saying I think, I know when you get into that rhythm and that relationship, you will get to a point where you're just all like, oh, an hour went by and mm-hmm. I've been, you know, sitting with the Lord. So when we lived in Tennessee, that was one of my favorite things when we drove from Clarksville to Nashville. Um, like, cause we lived on the farthest end mm-hmm. of the Kentucky borderline and you know, so get to getting into Nashville, it was about a 45 minute drive, you know, solid 45 minute drive. And that was like a good 45 minute. Cause I remember one time he came in my car, you're like, I don't know how you just sit in absolute silence and drive, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, this is my time with the Lord. Like I just literally like get lost in conversation, Yeah, you know, just like asking him questions and things like that. So, um. But I know that wasn't always the case, right?
1: Well, and it's a reminder too. Like if you have a daily rhythm of an hour, like a time every single day, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, It's 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 just to remind you and also give you permission that if you're not there yet, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, props to you and man, praise the Lord if you're already there, if you're already naturally doing yeah. an hour a day in, in silence. Which
0: I kid, I'm not a three hour person. Like it's if I can get a solid Three minutes of like my brain not going in five thousand different directions first thing in the morning, I have won the day.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so that's the second myth, and the third one is your quiet time journal must sound exactly like the Bible. You know, right? Exactly. I like mean,
0: yes, it does. Well, you, why you- me,
1: God? <laughs> well, it's it's the reminder that you don't you. You don't need it to sound verbatim, just like how the, the scripture does. Like sometimes your journal is just your moment, your time to express, you know, things to the Lord. Granted, of course, there's a time that um, as as you have vented, as you have shared, as you have lamented, we obviously want to reposition our heart to hear from the Lord. And in that sense, yes, we do um, We want our thoughts to line up with the scripture, but there are times, man, you just need to get it out. You know, and so, so yeah, Those are the first three myths is that it can only happen between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. Uh, number two, it must last at least one hour. And uh, number three, your quiet time journal must sound like the Bible. So those are the three myths.
0: Okay, so what does like, um? what are the four five step remedy yeah. for my quiet time? Like what? What's like a good first step for a good quiet time?
1: So the first one, I have my notes here um, because I don't want to forget certain pieces. So the first one is uh, quiet your mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Quiet your mind, where you can have a good quiet time or not determines if you have the ability to silence your mind.
0: Okay, pause. How do I do that? Because here's the thing. Like I've read about it. Mm -hmm. Like I suck at practicing it. Mm -hmm. Like the minute I sit down to quiet my mind, it's kind of like, is is this it? Is this the, is is this quiet, Lord? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so, can you give some practical tips on what quiet your mind looks like?
1: So, the, I think that kind of comes more with the next couple of steps. But I will say this: when when he was talking through, so here's a verse that was used. Psalm 131, verse two says, "I have calmed and quieted my soul." Mm-hmm. So, I would say, quiet in your mind, it's the ability to to capture your thoughts and 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 really bring them to the lord first. Yeah. So I I would say like quiet in your mind is not this instant okay my mind's quiet. Yeah. I would say quiet in your mind is you you know that your mind is overwhelmed rather there's uh, what whatever it is rather uh, and it's probably legitimate things, you know. Maybe um it's a uh, a relationship you're trying to manage. Um maybe it's something that's on your job. Maybe it's a difficult conversation you need to have. Um but these things are racing in your head. Mm-hmm. And so when we go to the lord it's Okay, so sometimes I literally have to say, Lord, help me quiet my soul.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'll say it out loud. I'll, I'll literally sit down just like this. So I'll kind of sit down, you know, with my back um, straight and no, I'm not saying you can't do it lying down, but I do think body posture has some, there's something to be said about our body posture that kind of intentionally positions us, if yeah. that makes sense. And so I'll literally sit like this sometimes. I'll close my eyes and I'll go, Lord, help me quiet my soul. Yeah. And I'll I was literally gonna say that's
0: like, sneak peek you know that that's what uh, Tyler Stanton talks about he said make sure like you uncross your legs mm. and your feet is touching the ground mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. and you're sitting straight but what he offers is just having your palm open in a posture of like Lord I'm ready to receive whatever it is that you that's have good. for me yeah. and I know like um militia has also like taught me that a lot like, mm. you know like the uh, goodness I forgot the name of the type of prayer that is where you're literally receiving and then like, like I receive all the uh, palm up, palm down. Mm -hmm. Uh, I forgot the technical name of it, but I know like, even like when we were in Tennessee, militia had, um, like talk to me about that, you know, right. the different types of prayer or whatever.
1: We'll, we'll talk through that. Cause you said palm up, palm. What people don't know what that means.
0: Right. So like when you're in the posture of palm up, you're just like, Lord, I'm here to receive whatever you have for me. And then when you put palm down, it's kind of like, I'm putting down everything that I cannot control. I give mm-hmm. it back to you. So, you know, it's just like receiving and then letting go kind of thing. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. So like, I know that's one of the things. Mm-hmm. And like, I know this becomes a little new agey at times and people have, um, made it new agey but like he even said like take a couple of deep breaths in right just Mm -hmm. you know just kind of like because you want to regulate like you want to regulate your body because when you don't breathe properly your Mm -hmm. body can go in so many different directions Mm -hmm. so it is time consuming but i say it's worth it well and i would
1: say it's it's deep breathing it's not new agey it's your your anxiousness and worry and doubt Tends to increase your heartbeat. So what you're really trying to do is you're, you're trying to to calm your you're trying to calm your breathing. Right. And so as you breathe, as you take deep breaths in and, and deep breaths out, what you're doing is you're trying to control, um, your, your um, it's kind of like when you do a workout and you're mm-hmm. exhausted, they always say, breathe in through your nose and out your mouth.
0: Yeah. I never followed that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but there's, but there's a reason though why, like it's, it's cause you have to control your body. Yeah. Like it, when your body is exhausted, you have to give your body a moment to catch up to itself. Yeah. So it's not so much that it's new agey. It's that it's, it, it, it. The deep breathing literally helps to just calm, uh, calm your inner person.
0: Yeah, and, and I, as you're doing I, I'm it, saying it can come across that way. That's what you're saying. Yeah, like we, I do feel like there's a lot of things that are taken from scripture out of context and mm-hmm. used in the wrong purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, like personally, I get like leery when I hear certain things and I'm Mm -hmm. like, Oh God, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying like, if you're like me, if you tend to be like, "Mm, that sounds sus, you know, just knowing that like, Hey, this is biblical. Meditating is a biblical thing, but it's meditating on the right things. And when the word of God. Mm -hmm. So when that's taken out of context, it can become something that it's not. And it was never meant to be.
1: But so speaking of, um, I won't linger on it at all, but Psalm 119 is a great uh, chapter to slow read through, mm-hmm. because it uses words like, I meditate, I dwell, on, reflect on your word. Just slow read through Psalm 119, longest uh, chapter also in the Bible, 176 verses, but pay attention to the words that are used in that entire book, yeah. um, And it, but that's a form of quiet in your mind. Uh, what what you think, that's something Pastor Robert said, what you think and what you feel um, is your soul, and if your soul doesn't get enough attention, it will scream at you. Mm-hmm. So in your mind is, uh, is the start point because it helps you to, um, uh, he was saying, sometimes I literally have to plug my ears.
0: Mm, wow.
1: Like literally. Yeah. Um, and so there were times, uh, <laughs> just being real, I'm not even trying to, uh, get techie, but the new AirPods you got me, the noise control or the noise cancellation feature is incredible, and there have literally been times where i where I put him in, and I actually won't have anything because it it just helps to literally drown out yeah, he
0: dogs. won't even hear me I'm like babe babe <laughs> babe, I'm telling the whole man my whole life story and he was just all like, you say something I'm like, Mm-mm i just confessed all my sins and told you about all the bones in the closet oh then. the
1: dramatization behind that so but yeah so essentially that's number one with quiet your uh quiet your mind it's okay. the ability to to slow down your thoughts and and literally slow down um your heart and and your distraction and this takes time it can literally take sometimes five minutes to quiet your mind so number one quiet your mind
0: okay what happens after you quiet
1: so after you quiet your mind number two is you focus your mind um and so focusing your mind so actually i'll i'll you mentioned this very well last week in something in another recording that we did, um, but we talked about worship. Mm-hmm. Talk about the importance of worship, like not just what it is, but why why is it so essential
0: yeah um for me personally, worship, and I know like. The YouTube theologians might come after me and be like, oh, well, worship is a lifestyle. I get that. but So when I'm talking about worship, I am talking about singing songs of worship and For the purpose of this piece, yeah. yeah. So for me, worship, what it does is it actually calms my soul. It puts things into perspective and it turns my eyes towards Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? And it really does. It's like, imagine when we used to do photography, right? Mm -hmm. Like we would take a picture and we would kind of like press down on the little, we don't press it all the way down. Oh,
1: halfway down. Yeah, we press it
0: halfway down just to kind of, you know, get the focus focus. on there. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like that's that, but like that halfway down button of just being like, hey, Mm -hmm. there's my subject, you know? So for me personally, worship is something that helps me refocus on Mm -hmm. what is true. Mm -hmm. And because some of the things I ask myself is, do you believe what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Like when there are words, like I'm singing out loud, mm-hmm. I'm like, are you just saying these words or do you actually believe them? Mm-hmm. Right. And it also gives me words when I don't have anything. And there are days where you literally just like, God, I don't know what to say. Right. But I can sing a song, not very well, but I can sing a song. Right. Right. And I mean, like last week, I know the example I used when we were recording was the song Gratitude. Mm -hmm. And like every time I sing that, there is something that happens with my spirit being that just gets charged up. And there's this call to action of just being like, come on, Mm -hmm. you have something inside of you that cannot stay quiet, Mm -hmm. you know, despite what's going on, you know, and when all else fails, all you have is hallelujah. And that is okay. You know, and like using that song, and I literally feel like I can charge hell with a water pistol. i like, pew, 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 take that, devil. Like, you know, like, so for me, that's what worship does. And that's why worship is such an important, important part of my life. Well,
1: and even so, as we're talking about worship, worship essentially is to place the amount of value or worth onto something or to someone. Yeah. So it's how much is this thing worth to you? Mm-hmm. You know, worth the ship. Right. Truly. That's yeah. really what it is. And so um, I know we said one, quiet your mind, two, focus your mind, but. It, it could be the other way around, actually. Sometimes you might have to focus it in order for it to be quiet. And so the gift of of worship is that you don't have to feel right in order to worship
0: Yeah.
1: right, I guess. Um, and what I mean by that is sometimes we go, I don't feel like worshiping. Okay. You can still worship the Lord. So Psalm 100 verse 1 says, come before his presence with singing. And so this, this isn't, a, it didn't say when you feel like it. Yeah. And then say, hey, oh, by the way, uh, as, as soon as your, your, your attitude lines as up. As time allows. Right. It says, come yeah. into his presence. Come before his presence with singing. And yeah. so it's, it's the idea, and you've heard me say this before, it's easier to act your way into a feeling than it is to feel your way into an action. And I would say the, the more overwhelmed or whatever is going on in your life that's distracting you, um, that hardship, that trial you're facing, is all the more reason why you need to intentionally go into a posture of worship. And I can't tell you how many times the more I don't feel like it is because I know that about myself is the same moment I make an intentional decision to decide to worship. And within minutes, within minutes, my attitude's completely shifted.
0: Oh, absolutely. And
1: so, and so it's like, sometimes that's literally all you needed. Yeah. All you needed was to just worship. All you needed was to sing a song of praise. All you needed was to, was to just take your mind off of, off of what was happening. And it's not. Let me be very clear. It doesn't mean that we're dismissing what we're going through. It doesn't mean we're ignoring or even pressing down what we're going through. But it is saying, because I'm worshiping, because I'm shifting my focus, it, it does say um, that, God, you are bigger than the thing that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. It just puts my mind completely on him. Yeah. And so uh, some things like um, something he said, I like this. Some people make decisions based off what they think um, or what they feel. And the two are very married and intertwined. And if we always make decisions based off of what we think or feel.
0: I was going to say most people make decisions on what they think and they mm-hmm. feel like that some is being nice and generous. Mm-hmm. But I feel like most people would.
1: Right. To include us. Yeah. And because because I know that about myself, uh, Craig Rochelle says when the emotions are high, wisdom is low. Mm-hmm. And part of that is in the thinking in the field because I feel this way, because I think this way I'm going to decide this, but it's probably not a wise decision. And worship just gives you clarity because you have your eyes fixed on Jesus and not the situation. Yeah. So, um, worship is one of the quickest ways to do that. And if you can't sing it, at least put on the music, close your eyes and just listen to the words then something. But, um, number two, focus your mind. And if you have to focus your mind first, uh, before you quiet it, cause I've had to do that. Mm-hmm. There've been times where let me focus my mind. So I go into worship. And once I'm done, because I've heard a song and sometimes that one song will turn into two. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny. I end up finding myself worshiping for an hour.
0: I don't, I can't just do one song. You like know. that's just such a tease. And I'm like, no, <laughs> Yeah,
1: <I can't
0: laughs> but do but it's song.
1: because you've, you've, you have found a new free, because that's not how you, how you always were though.
0: Oh no. I always loved worship. Okay. Yeah. To that extent. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, it's music. It's, it's my dream. And my aspiration.
1: <laughs> well, because for some people that might not be them. That's why yeah. I say that. And
0: I, and I do like, I have friends who are just all like, I can completely skip worship mm-hmm. and just co- go for the sermon. And I never could like, I needed to prepare my heart before I go and get the word.
1: So let me speak to that. If you're, if you're there where you love church, you love hearing the message, but you show up late constantly worship because you're like, I just need the message. You are missing out in a huge part of the heart of God. Yeah, I just want to share that as a brother in the Lord to another brother or sister in the Lord. Because at the end of the day, one of the only gifts that we have to God is our gratitude and our worship. Mm -hmm. It's the only gift. And it's, it's one of the only things we're going to be doing in heaven is, is our full worship to the Lord. So it's, it's, again, it's actually not about us to to even have the mindset of, of, I just want to go to church or go to X, Y, Z so I can get something. I'm not saying to not receive, but we're here to also honor and give glory and praise to God. And so just worship is just so essential. Yeah. Um, it's, All right. So
0: I've quieted. I have focused. What's next?
1: Uh, number three is you pray your mind.
0: Okay. Good. Okay.
1: I know. At first I was like, huh, pray your mind. Okay. But essentially I like what he said, whatever it is, pray about it. This is where you go, man, I didn't pray about this. I didn't pray about that. And what I appreciated was he gave us freedom and the permission to go. If it's not on your mind, don't worry about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if it is, then pray about it. Yeah. And the verse that he gave, and it's funny because this is a verse that the Lord revealed to me last year. And I've been using a lot in my prayer, which is Philippians 4, verse 6 through 8. But it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, mm-hmm. pray about everything. Yeah. Tell God what you need. And may the peace of God that so surpasses his understanding long. guard your mind and your heart. And so his point is, like, if it's on your mind, pray about it. Yeah. You know, I've I've heard uh, someone else say, if it's worth worrying about, then it's worth praying about. And so, the thing that is overwhelming your mind and your attention, um, dedicate, start praying then right there on the spot. And I just love that Paul gives us permission instead of worrying about everything, pray about everything. Meaning every single thing that's a distraction, every single thing that's overwhelming you, every single thing that uh, in which you just feel like you're 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 crippled and mm-hmm. anxious about. Then pray about that. And I love what he says, Tell God what you need. Yeah. Like we get, because we're his children, we get to come to God the Father and tell him exactly what we need. And it, and I love that because we do that, then the peace comes. Like the, the peace of God that surpasses our understanding comes after I tell him what I need. Yeah. And, and I think uh, I don't want to go down too much of a rabbit hole, but I think sometimes we don't do that because we go, Well, God, I don't deserve, I'm not worthy. Which technically we're not, but praise God that the Lord thinks us wise, which is why Jesus died on the cross for us, Yeah, you know? And so because of what Hebrews four says, um, Jesus was tested and tried in every way yet did not sin. Therefore we can boldly come to the throne of grace. So I can come boldly to the throne because of what Jesus did, not because of anything I did and thank God for that. I don't have to come. Um, with asking the Lord for leftovers. Mm-hmm. he He's a book of Ephesians. I can't, I think it's chapter three where it says, our God is a God of unlimited resources. Yeah. So I can tell God what I need and his peace that surpasses human comprehension guards my mind and my heart. Um. So that, yeah, pray your mind, pray your mind. I was gonna
0: say that's even a little freeing for me because there are times I do feel bad. I'll be in the middle of something and something will pop up in my mind. And, you know, like, we believe prayer is like you got to taxi the runway then you got to take off you know right Mm -hmm. so but like when i'm in the middle of doing something and something comes to mind i'll just pray for it immediately so it's more of a rocket ship versus like the taxiing part Mm -hmm. and there's been times i have felt bad about that i'm just like oh my gosh like i haven't done my lip service part of it Mm -hmm. so like that's how i've always done it and it's funny enough i was talking to someone a couple of weeks ago and we were just kind of talking about it they're like it's overwhelming mm-hmm. the amount of things there's to pray for there's like the children there's this there's a, like a world that doesn't know this and then i'm just and i'm thinking like well yeah you know there is a lot of things but pray about the things that like come to you mm-hmm. like there's no way i'm going to be able to pray for every single thing mm-hmm. right but there are things that i'm passionate about and that it comes to me um and sometimes it could be after I get off a phone call or, like, I'll just be sitting and, like, something will come to me and I'll like, God, be with them. Like, mm-hmm. just comfort them, Lord. Like, I know they're going through a hard time, yeah. you know, but I am going to confess right now, like, I don't pray for them every day. Mm-hmm. I pray for people as they come to my mind. Like, mm-hmm. let's say there is someone, like, you know, they ask me to pray for something. Like, I might pray for it, like, in a couple of days in a row, but after a while, it'll kind of fall off the list, you know, like, that sounds selfish and cold but you know it will but like the minute they come back and i'm just like God, okay, you know what i don't know where they are or i don't know what they're going through but like i just pray that you're with them and sometimes i don't even know what to say like mm-hmm. i don't know what to pray mm-hmm. so i'll just simply say i so, said lord you know their need be with them mm-hmm. and i'll just leave it at that
1: so a nice practical thing that that we've learned to do and we have been doing um and then we can move on to the next one but an example of pray your mind there have been times where someone just pops up in my mind and mm-hmm. in my heart so in that moment, I literally will text them and say, "Hey, I'm thinking about you. How are mm-hmm. you?" And if you know that someone has asked, "Hey, can you pray for me on X, Y, Z?" I literally will, will text out a prayer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll write my prayer in a text and I'll send it to them. Um, and here's why I do it: it's to hold myself accountable. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is, "Hey, can you pray for me on so and so?" And I'm going to say, "Yes." Like with every good intention, right? Too. With every good intention. Two days later, bro, thank you for your prayers, man. I got that job, and I'm like, look at God, will not you do it? It's <laughs> gonna make me a liar. I know. I'm, I'm usually and I didn't like pray for him. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm so
0: glad it worked out. You know.
1: So when when that happens, I text a prayer. Um, I will do a voice memo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'll do a voice memo prayer. I'll do a video.
0: I'll usually do a voice memo because it challenges me because it's very easy for me to hide behind just a text. Mm-hmm. So. The challenging, like, for me to challenge myself in that is I will, like, I'm, like, if I'm boldly believing for them, then I also need to be bold enough to send them that prayer, mm-hmm. like, so they can hear my voice, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, text it voice recorded um, video recorded it makes a huge difference but you're you're praying your mind so it's yeah. just small practical things
0: yeah. yeah and what's the final step
1: and the final one is renew your mind mm. um i mean this is the infamous verse Romans 12 you know do not be conformed by the patterns of this world be transformed by the renewal of your mind and so that Word renewal, it's it's like a renovation. Mm-hmm. When you think through a re- a renovation, the reason why we love HDTV so much is we like to see the process, yeah. right? We like that there's something about oh they're 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 gutting something out, yeah. You know they're removing. You, you will never see them redo an entire kitchen and they put an old microwave in front of the new one, yeah. It would. It would. Which, be by ridiculous. the way, I'm
0: glad to see my girl Joanne Gaines is uh, walking away from everything shiplap to a little bit more organic. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Like, my girl's getting getting it in now.
1: But uh, you know, when you think of that, like the the whole point of a renovation is like it's. We don't think of if in a renovation you have to clear something out before you put something in. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Yeah. And maybe we are stuck more. Than we're supposed to because we're consumers. We're just taking in more information, yeah. and we haven't cleared anything out. Mm-hmm. Like the the idea of renewing your mind. I can't remember where I heard uh, where it was. I think it was through um, an arc podcast. I don't remember who said it, but he said the reason why discipleship is so difficult is because you spend two thirds of the time uninstalling things. Mm. You spend sixty six percent of your time unlearning things. I mean, think about this. Even with a computer, it takes drastically longer to uninstall a program. Than it is to install something. Yeah. And so when we're when we're not just newly saved or we've been walking with the Lord for years, but if we haven't let go and renovated and and gutted some things out, then we're just walking around with overflowing information. And so the idea of renewing your mind through the concept of, of prayer, it's you know, going back to you said uh open palm and under palm.
0: Um, oh, I forgot.
1: Yeah. But uh, I mean, essentially like the, the open part is it's to receive, but I also equally before I receive, I have to lay some things down,
0: Yeah,
1: you know? Um, so that's why I said, even going back to the first one, when we said, quiet your mind, Mm -hmm. that's that place where let all the frustrations out. I mean, again, a couple of weeks ago, it was Lord, this is what's what I'm feeling. This is where I'm overwhelmed at. And, and I just felt the Lord go, okay, son, what else? Like he let me air it out what i'm i'm cleansing yeah i'm I'm gutting things out what else and he let me do this for 10 minutes and then after it was okay let's just be right now Mm -hmm. and in that moment but it was is it possible that we are not renewing our mind because we haven't gone to god the father first to just empty our mind right you know um like we have permission to do that yeah so um yeah, that's uh, um, and then Hebrews four uh, verse twelve says God's word pierces between soul and spirit. Mm. It's 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 that idea that the the scripture is is a mirror. To point when you use a that's mirror, that's scripture
0: Mon used to last week. Was it? Yeah, just to kind of like um remind us to hide God's word in our hearts mm-hmm. because that's what it'll do when the enemy does come and tries to t- tell you you know false narratives you have that word just kind of pierce through, Mm -hmm. you know, and just be like, no, you know the truth. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I mean, think about an actual mirror, you know, like even if you feeling yourself and you think you're all down the bag of chips, right? The mirror is there to help you show how jacked up you look. I mean, for real. Thank you, mirror. (laughs) Like the mirror is there, too. So when you're putting on your makeup or you're doing your hair, like whatever it is. It's there. It's a your your you're finding flaws so you can put yourself together.
0: It reminded me of that uh, little video that I sent you on mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just this little cute little video online where it's like this guy. He's just like, "Do you want to know what your problem is?" And this other guy was like, "Yes, I do." So he brings a mirror over and puts it in front of the guy, and he goes, oh, "Mirror." <laughs> so. That's what it reminds you of. Like even when like the mirror, does what it needs to. Do, we're still going to blame it on something else, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, essentially, I mean, um, when we read that word, you know, saying that it, it cuts through soul and spirit, it's the, the scripture is a mirror. Yeah. You know, and it's it's going to point out some some heavy things. So uh, yeah. so yeah.
0: Yeah, but you guys have talked through there are certain areas that you should pray through like four or five hitting points. Yeah. Did you want to hit on that really quick? Yeah.
1: So there are five words um, to consider praying through. um, And these I learned from Pastor Bruce and Pastor Derek. Um, The first one is uh, spirit. Mm -hmm. And so um, Jesus teaches in, in John chapter 16, verse seven, this is actually one of my favorite verses. You've heard me say it before, but Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, in fact, it's to your advantage that I leave. Because if I don't, then the advocate won't come. Capital A. Other mm-hmm. uh, version says, if I don't, the counselor won't come, the, the helper, the comforter, all capital. And what he's saying is um, he's referring to the Holy Spirit. And so essentially, the, the Holy Spirit is not just the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit advocates for us. The Holy Spirit comforts us. The Holy Spirit uh, guides us. The Holy Spirit helps us. So when we pray, and I praying in a sense where I say, Lord, Holy Spirit, where where do I need to be advocated?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What, I need to be comforted in this area of my life. Can you help me in this area of my life? Um, so when we're praying through the word um, spirit, it's, it's a reminder of, am I allowing the Holy Spirit to advocate for me? Am I allowing the Holy Spirit to counsel me? Am I allowing the Holy Spirit to guide me? Um, so that's the first word. The second word is um, source. All life comes from Christ because he is the source. Do you acknowledge the fact that Jesus Christ and your heavenly father is your source in all you do? And this is where when, when life starts getting hard, because it will, we, um, we start looking at ourselves or other people or other vices slash things to be our source. And we forget that God is our source. Mm-hmm. And so do you take a moment during your prayer to go, Lord, help me, help me to remind me that you are the source of my life. Mm -hmm. You are the provider of my life. Um, Number three is a center. Um, Jesus is the center of all creation. John chapter one, verse one through five and his, and his resurrection is everything. We must have Christ centered in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so questions that they asked was, um, uh, learn to ask, what are you speaking to the Lord? So one, what are you speaking to the Lord? Two, what are you releasing to the Lord? And then three, what are you receiving from the Lord? Um, something I've learned to ask myself is, Lord, where am I uncentered?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, wh- where have I, where have I not been? Where am I not anchored? Right now, where you know? Um, so yeah, so that's center. Number four is balance, um, but we have to be balanced in Christ. I love th- what Derek said in a couple episodes ago when he challenges us with this idea that. What if balance is not something to be managed, but there's already a, a, a cadence and a rhythm that the Lord has created, and I need to get in step with that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so that's worth going back to listen to with him. But uh, the other way of asking it is, where do you have unbalance in your life?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do, you, do you bring that to the Lord, and do you allow his balance to offset your unbalance? That's uh, one of my favorite analogies is, you know, jump rope as a kid. You know, when you see two kids um, spinning the rope and you have to time it to yeah. jump in and jump out, like you have a workout style where you do it yourself. The yeah. difference is when you're working out, you create the rhythm, right? So you start off slow and then you start speeding up. But when you did it with the kid you know, and your friends and at the playground, whatever, you're looking at it, you're kind of timing it. You're kind of leaning back and yeah. forth. I was right? never good at that. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you doing? You're, you you do not even tell them. To slow down or speed up, you just you're you're looking, you're looking, and sometimes it takes some kids longer than others, shorter than others, right? But here's the point: once you get it, what do you do? You jump in, yeah, and you start jumping, right? And you jump out, but you're just you didn't create the balance there. You yeah. didn't create the pace. You discerned the, the 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 pace and you jumped into it. And what if that's why we're unbalanced? Yeah. What if you're trying to control and set a pace or tone is something that the Lord actually didn't want you to create? What if it's already been done and it's up to you to be submissive to that? Um, again, Derek did a great job talking into that. And so, uh, yeah, where do you have imbalance in your life? Do you bring that to the Lord and do you allow his balance to offset your your unbalance? And the last one is um, ground. Um, how are you grounded yeah. to be present, to be here? I mean, for example, right now, as we're doing this recording, it's easy to disassociate and go, okay, we have this to do tomorrow, but it's, No. We're here. Yeah. We're present. God has us in this moment right now. Um, Are you, another way of asking it is, is your mind where your body is? Mm. And if it's not, that's fine. Like these, these aren't words or questions to make us feel less than.
0: I will tell you, I was actually just thinking about those cookies. (laughs) I (laughs) just, kept imagining cutting into it with a knife
1: <laughs> my oh my gosh that's <laughs> what you just told me is hurry up Mar, so i can get to the
0: cookies <laughs> not my proudest moment because as soon as i was thinking about it i'm like are you disassociating i'm just like yeah people do that huh <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you for being honest as we're talking about it. I, honestly, though, I, for real, thank you for it. Because it's every like, we're human. Yeah. And that's going to happen, you know, like, the, the, the disassociation is, is real. So, um, yeah, to be present, to be here, that it is, your, is your mind where your body is. Yeah. And so I've learned to turn that into a prayer. Um, you can't just get to the next place without the Holy Spirit. So to turn it into a question is, are you grounded in the source of life? do you allow the holy spirit to take you by the hand and lead you there uh, another way of asking it is what's keeping you i love this question what's keeping you from allowing the holy spirit to lead you there yeah and name it write it so if you know the lord is calling you somewhere and you're struggling to 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 want to submit that mm-hmm. that's okay yeah Again, one of my favorite prayers is, um, when that father goes up to Jesus and he's asking for Jesus to heal his daughter and Jesus responds, do you believe? And he says, I want to believe Lord Help me with my unbelief. It's one of my favorite prayers because the dad's saying like, I really want to, but I'm struggling. Can you help me? God can work with that and he will. So, um, so yeah, uh, spirit source center balance grounded. Um, bring that, bring that to the Lord. And it's, uh, it's it's a reminder that uh, um, all of this takes place in your quiet time. And as uh, Pastor Robert was ending it, I like these are just one-off statements. He said all your stressors can be re- can be removed in your quiet time. Yeah, you can hear from God the most in your quiet time. You can. It's so true. You can hit another level in your life in your quiet time. Mm-hmm. The dreams that the Lord has in store for you to step out on will be revealed to you in your quiet time. Yeah. If you And then he said this, if you spent time with God and still felt overwhelmed or stressed at the end of it, you didn't have a prayer time. You had a griping session.
0: Mm. <laughs> Dang it. I wish I could unscrew this mic and just drop it. But <laughs> then you might be mad at me for dropping your expensive
1: mic. Oh, man. So, um... Yeah. I mean that's essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean what about final thoughts or, yeah, I was gonna or say, last um, takeaways?
0: I'm super excited like to do more on prayer later this year and I know I keep talking about it but honestly it's a accountability tool because if we talk about it then we have to do it. So like you don't want to get to December and be like Marcus you be what happened? I thought you were going to do something on prayer. So if I keep talking about it Uh, Like, we're going to eventually do it, right? (laughs) What you're talking about
1: is a proof of concept. Right. And I appreciate that. I'm with you on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, But what I like about it, in the meantime, these are just quick, simple ways to Mm -hmm. just kind of align yourself to getting to that life of prayer and spending time with the Lord. So I just like that it's simple. It's quick. It's things that you can just do right now. Like, even if you're driving, you can quiet your mind in your driving. You know, it's... Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just really appreciate the fact that it's so quick and um, just kind of easy to do and simple.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, and and again, going like you said, for you, it's driving. Like you're right. For me, it's hard for me to to just sit in the car and quiet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, YouTubers, our light just went off. <laughs> We're almost done <laughs> but um like for you you can drive 45 minutes in silence I can't but I can walk in silence yeah I can go to a park and be there for 45 minutes and so my point is experiment sit yeah. in silence walk in silence go to a park in silence drive in silence um, I- experiment with this and the goal is not perfection the goal is devotion yep so yeah we'll yeah talk. awesome well thank you guys so much for uh, joining us today yeah and uh that concludes, I guess, this episode. Don't forget to leave us a review, by the way, if you guys are enjoying this. Hit that subscribe button, whether you're following us on the actual podcast or on YouTube. And comment below and let us know your
0: biggest takeaway. Yeah. And notice we didn't say anything about Instagram because Mark's Instagram got hacked, you guys. So uh, he yeah. is Instagramless Mike right I mean Mark right now. And
1: hopefully I can get it back.
0: I'm still Juby, not Judy, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think getting it back is just not gonna be A
1: thing. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But, anyways, love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Peace.